DJ Simulationistas. Sup? With Dr. D, Dan Raymer, and Dr. J, Janice Palaganis. Coming at you from the Center for Medical Simulation in Boston, Massachusetts. So buckle up your mannequin and let's roll. Well, welcome everyone to DJ Simulationistas. Up, you're here with Janice Pelaganis and Dan Raymer. Sup, Janice. Sup, Dan. All right. So um, I have a question because I remember you had talked about your past careers and what you used to research, and I remember you talking about blood levels and sustaining blood levels. I don't know if you did things with like half-life of, I have no idea what you did. And I would love to hear more about it because the thing that I'm really interested in is um, I'm working on the spaced learning portion of our uh, IMS instructor training course, which, you know, people spend a whole week with us. And they get this massed learning and they learn the knowledge and the skills. But to sustain those knowledge and skills, you need some sort of spaced learning. And I can't figure out the titration as to, um, you know, when to insert certain learning practice exercises in my virtual campus for them. And I'm thinking that if we talk a little bit about your research around blood levels, we might find something. So tell me about what you did. Well, well, that's uh, uh, maybe a stretch of a metaphor, but maybe there is some substance uh, uh, in there because I think I think the kinetics of learning is a really interesting topic, and I think that's what you're talking about. Yeah. So the the research that I had done was about um, uh, infusing uh, various anesthesia drugs using an infusion pump and using the pharmacokinetics of the drug, that is, um, you know, how fast the blood levels rose and uh, how fast the drug was conjugated and removed from the system. So the idea was that if you inject an anesthesia drug continuously, you'd like to maintain a constant level, blood level of that drug to have it be constantly effective. Mm -hmm. And it's well known from uh, modeling drug behavior that for most drugs, um, you need to give a bolus. So you need to give a bunch of the drug first. And then you need to give a infusion, but in order to keep the blood level constant, that infusion has to be exponentially declining. So in the beginning, you have to give more, and over time, as the, as the drug reaches equilibrium, you give less. And so there's mathematics for that. And so my work was putting that mathematics into infusion pumps so that they could try to achieve a constant effect over time. And so your analogy is an interesting one. How do you 
maximize uh, the, the learning and the retention of learning? How often do you have to reinforce the learning? Uh, how much do you give at the beginning? Is it better to give little little shots of education over a long time, or is it better to give a bunch at once and then uh, and then decreasing amounts of education as time goes on? I certainly don't know the answers to those uh, to those questions. Well, I, I mean, I'd like to explore what you're thinking because I think there there is more um, in in your research that could potentially apply. So the whole bolus thing, I mean, that makes sense. And in, in the uh, learning literature shows that you have to have some sort of masked learning, so some sort of bolus. Mm-hmm. How did you? I guess where we stand is. How can we figure out how much to give and when to give it? So how, in terms of blood levels, like how did you get to a point of knowing when you needed to give more? So the the study of drugs, of course, is a very mature science. And so the experiments that people do with drugs um, Uh, maybe there is an analogy here. So in order to understand the kinetics of a drug, you give the drug uh, in a certain quantity, and then you measure blood levels continuously to see see how that drug behaves in the system, in this case, in the body. And so you give a bolus, and then you measure every 15 minutes uh, what the blood level does, and you can then create a mathematical model of that. Uh, and and my work was inverting that mathematical model to try to create a constant effect. Mm-hmm. Um, so for the educational uh, um, experiment, you would need to teach something and then measure the retention of it uh, periodically. And so you know, measure the retention of it once a week, uh, you know, for six months to see how quickly the, that knowledge disappeared over time. And you would have to have some sort of control groups because I'm thinking the measurement in itself is some sort of spaced learning there. Yeah, so, so that's uh, one of the very tricky things about this. So. One thing that we know from uh, uh, from the uh, educational science that confounds this, it, the same sort of thing does occur with drugs, actually, um, is that there's different kinds of learning. And, and so um, I'm thinking of Bloom's taxonomy of learning. And so learning some facts is very different than learning to... Uh, apply your knowledge to solve a problem. And those are two very different processes. And so measuring just the retention of facts may not relate to the retention of the ability to solve a problem. Mm -hmm. And so you have to be careful when you study these things to be in the right domain of learning. 
Is it facts? Is it understanding? Is it application? Is it analysis? What level of learning are we talking about here? Mm -hmm. The same thing is true of drugs. Just having a constant blood level doesn't mean that the drug's effect is constant. Mm -hmm. And so that's called pharmacodynamics. And we know from lots of medications that there's not a um, uh, a linear direct correlation between the blood level and the drug's effect, um, say on the brain or some organ in the body. That's much more complex. Mm-hmm. And so, so it's so the analogy here is that the kinetics are like learning the basics, learning the facts, but the application of that knowledge and understanding is more like the kinetics of a drug that. Know, what effect does it have on the body? Yeah. So, um, so I think it's that's why this becomes a complicated experiment to do. Uh, in addition, you have the experimental effects, like you speak of, that um, that for education, uh, just measuring education, just giving a test, provides some education in itself, and so you would. Uh, kind of mess up your measurement. It's hard to make a clean measurement of, um, of, uh, of uh, the effect of, of education. Mm-hmm. Uh, s- similarly, some drugs are hard to measure because the measurement process itself affects their, um, uh, their effect on the body. So, um, yeah, I mean, there is a... <laughs> A bit of a stretch in my analogy. I the other thing that I think is interesting is you you know you actually give the same drug to maintain that level, and you know it's not a different medication that you give, uh, or maybe it is. I don't know. Is it well, it is the same. It is the same medication dose. because the idea is that uh, you know it gets too complicated yeah. if you're. If you're thinking about six different medications and right. all of their varied effects, which overlap with each other, that just becomes a really hard scientific experiment to do. And so it's much easier to study these things one by one by one. Mm-hmm. And in fact, you're kind of hoping that the combined effect can be perceived from understanding the individual effects. And that that's only partially true. We know that in in uh, you know with respect to medications, it's probably only partly true with education as well. That uh, that learning things is very complicated. Well, <laughs> and, I just uh, I, you know I think about at least what we're doing right now in creating the space learning portion is I'm realizing we're creating different activities and. Maybe the space learning is just a review of the key points of what we teach during the week versus some new, you know, introducing new material and, and letting them practice. Uh-huh. So, so I think the important thing for you is to appreciate that, um, you know, the concept, these concepts like space learning, uh, you know, are a simplification of the real world. Like all models, all theories are simplifications, attempts to simplify a very complex world. And that doing it for the sake of space learning isn't the goal. 
using it judiciously, thoughtfully, with the goal of optimizing the education of the learner is what your goal is. And so sometimes it may be helpful, other times it may be superfluous. Sometimes just a review of the facts will be sufficient um, and, and applying different educational interventions may be more effective than repeating the same one over and over again. Yeah. Uh, so, so I don't think we have the science in our pocket to be able to say one thing is better than the other. Well, I'm, I am excited to begin the exploration of this and contribute to the knowledge base because this is something we don't do in healthcare education is the continuous learning system and what that could look like. Uh, someday, uh, when I'm 200 years old, maybe I'll come up with an infusion pump that can infuse <laughs> the knowledge uh, and keep the learning constant. But I don't see it on the horizon. <laughs> <laughs> an app. You do websites. Right. <laughs> right. Well, thanks, Dan. That was really helpful. Nice to talk to you, Janice. Always nice to see you. All right. Take care. Bye. Bye. This has been DJ Simulationistas, sup, with Dan Raymer and Janice Pelaganis. Thanks so much for listening. Check back next week for another episode. See you next time. <laughs>